Welcome to the School Connect podcast. At School Connect, we know it takes a village to help every child reach their full potential. So, each episode, we'll hear stories of normal people who became heroes, solving community problems in powerful and creative ways. We know these stories will inspire you to create the change you hope to see. So Tracy, I want to start this podcast, and you know, I always ask you a question. The last podcast, we had a great conversation about different sides at Thanksgiving dinner. So if you didn't hear that one, make sure you go back to that last podcast. There's some interesting conversations there. But I want you to think back when you were little, was there anything that you kind of wanted to be when you grow up, when you grew up? Oh my gosh, there are two things I wanted to be so badly. I wanted to be a ballerina. That was like a big, 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 big deal. I started dancing when I was just a little tiny girl. Okay. And I was really into that. And then I don't know where this came from, but I wanted to be a nun. (laughs) A nun. (laughs) Nice. But it's like the flying nun. I don't know. Maybe it was Sound of Music with all those nuns singing in that. Right. You know, I don't know. Um, I think ballerina won out. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. But yes, that was that was some of what I wanted to be. Gotcha. How about you? So I have an interesting story. So when we were a kid, my sister and I used to love to play. I guess it was restaurant. I don't know. It's just we just kind of love to create this like little main street in our house. Right. Restaurant. And yep. if you remember back in the days at McDonald's, they used to have the the cartons that would be like the Big Mac would come into a carton and all of those, like the filet of fish came into a carton and all that. Not- well, do you know that we would save the cartons and the chicken nugget boxes yeah. and the drinks and we would put those behind us. Oh, oh you got your own restaurant. Right. Isn't that crazy? And, and, and what's really interesting is as I... My first job, you know where my first job was? At McDonald's. It's so crazy. I had like access to any carton that I wanted at that oh point, gosh, right? That's so funny. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's kind of interesting when we think about what we want it to be when we grow up. It kind of connects to today's podcast because today we're going to have a guest on the program that is talking about giving opportunities to students and giving them access to programs and potential careers that they wouldn't normally have access to. So can you kind of introduce our guests and expand on that? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that the kind of innovation that is happening in schools today um, is beautiful and, and something that I would love to see more and more of. And so um, there is an amazing high school in the Phoenix Union High School District called Franklin Police and Fire High School. And the guest we have today is the principal there, Lorenzo Cabrera. Welcome, uh, Lorenzo. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, uh, Tim, and hello, Tracy. Yeah, we are, we're just thrilled to have you here. And I think a lot of people out there will, will be going, what do you mean, Franklin Police and Fire High School? Like, is it a high school? Is it four years? Is it getting ready for people ready for careers? What is it? And so I want to know kind of what's the history, what's the evolution of this idea of creating a high school that has a focus on helping kids find out about being police people or firefighters? Absolutely. Well, um, the idea was birthed in 
the mid-2000s um, from our superintendent and the mayor of Phoenix at the time. They wanted to create a pipeline into Phoenix um, Police Department and Phoenix Fire. And so they came up with this idea of, you know what, why don't we bring two programs that are at Metro Tech High School, which is our law enforcement and our firefighting um, program, into one and create uh, one high school. Uh, and so to make a long story short, Phoenix Union purchased Franklin Elementary, which belonged to Phoenix Elementary School District, using bond funds to reconstruct uh, the school. Both of these programs, again, came from Metro Tech. They were very popular with kids, and the superintendent at that time focused some money to create the nation's first public safety high school. So in 2007, when we opened up our doors, uh, we became um, the first of our kind in the nation. And so we offer, you know, a a, a regular uh, high school diploma uh, with the focus in public safety. And so in law enforcement or and or fire. Wow. And so how long were you involved? Have you been involved since the beginning or did you take it over or? Well, um, so I actually, I'm the second principal uh, of Franklin Police and Fire High School. So I came on board in 2011. I'm finishing my 10th year as the proud principal of Franklin Police and Fire High School. That's just literally amazing. So, so you've described where it came from. Uh, but mm-hmm. one of the things that really impacted me a lot, because we've known each other for several years now and worked together with School Connect and with your high school for several years. And one of the things that you said to me is we are developing community servants. That's core to our thought process is we want kids not just to do a job. We want them to see themselves as community servants and prepare them uh, to be that, to live that out even back way back in high school. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? What does that look like? What does that mean to you? Um, well, well, certainly, uh, you know what, um, we are a CTE program. Uh, so I do want to touch bases on. And can you, can you say what those mean? Cause so many people who are listening may not know that CTE stands for. Career and technical education. Awesome. And, and so the purpose of Franklin's program is to encourage students to pursue careers in public safety. Uh, Phoenix Union has done an amazing job of offering CTE and, and magnet programs. Um, we're considered a portfolio district with 11 comprehensive high schools, and uh, there are 10 magnet programs, and six of our sister schools have these magnet programs. We have four small specialty schools, which we are one of them. And our philosophy here is, is, is actually giving back, and so we're here to nurture that. We're really proud of our, of our students who are interested in careers in public safety. And so we offer the program. So we, we provide them opportunities to be in our law enforcement program, our fire program, and we've expanded to also offer a two-year forensics program as well. Wow, I didn't even know that. That is, that is just amazing. Um, and, and so like, I love, I love the core philosophy behind it. And I can imagine that it would attract the kind of student that you're hoping for that in that career, right? It would, that, that whole thought of giving back through those, uh, those different ways. Um, one of the things that hits me that I'm always amazed about because, you know, I wanted to be a ballerina, not a, sure. not a firefighter or a police officer. So right. one of the things that I think about when I think about this is, wow, there's a lot of trauma that police and, and firefighters 
face. And, and you know, they're they're dealing with crises and right. sometimes situations in people's lives that are the worst and the hardest. And and so I was wondering, like, as you're preparing students to be community servants and to give back and to understand what their pathway would be if they were to go into these careers. Do you also um, have any part of the curriculum or maybe an experience that they have in those different fields that helps them prepare that side of it? How do they prepare mentally, you know, and uh, socially, emotionally for the kind of work they do? Absolutely. So um, very good question. You know, our public safety classes are taught by certified and current officers, you know, they, they share their experiences, their challenges and their struggles um, when approaching difficult, you know, scenes. And so they, they share those, those, those real life scenarios that actually happen. Our, our instructors expose our students to difficult scenarios again to, to debrief the scenes or the events. Our, they talk about the importance of self-care, um, social, emotional and mental health as well. You know, some public safety officers have, you know, PTSD, uh, and, and this is not to be ignored. And as a school, we tap into some of this. In fact, our curriculum, our public safety curriculum, uh, has a standard uh, that examines issues related to personal and mental wellness, and it dives into describing resources and techniques to address, you know, work-related stress, fatigue, and social-emotional health concerns. You know, public safety truly is a calling. And it's a calling to serve and give back to our, our, our community. And unfortunately, you know, our public safety officers sometimes see, you know, not only the best of our community, but sometimes the worst of our community. And they're exposed to, to, to that trauma. You know, that is talked about in, in our classes. And we also share that they will, you know, once they move forward into the career, all, they will also be exposed to, to resources as well in those fields. I know that um, I'm old enough now that some of the young people that I worked with when they were, you know, back in high school or college are now uh, police officers or firefighters. And so I've walked with them uh, through their career choice. And now years into it, they're, they're, have, they're married, they have kids. And, and so I've kind of had that behind the scenes view of you know, what happens when you have, you know, a one-year-old yourself. And then as a firefighter, you go on a drowning call on a one-year-old, right? And so the trauma is everywhere and all the time. And so I, I want to just say how much I appreciate that from the very beginning, back in high school, that that is part of the training that is happening. And then I, I also know um, that overall, what we hear from, from business, from industry experts is, hey, we really want our young people who are coming up into the, the pipeline of, of employment to be prepared, you know, emotionally, to be prepared with soft skills, to know how to do all this. And so, again, that's amazing to me because it sounds like um, what you're doing is you're preparing them in the whole student, the whole person, and not only the career, not only the skills, but also becoming the whole person to be able to, to do the kind of job we're talking about. And that's something that you highly value. True. Yeah, definitely. You know, and then we also talk about how important community service is and about giving back, you know. And so so not only, you know, doing the job, but also giving it back. You know, we ask our students to complete 100 hours of community service by the time they graduate. Mm-hmm. So not only, you know, not only does it look good on the college application or scholarship application or on the job interview, um, but I feel it actually helps define and build their character as young men 
and and, and women of integrity. You no, know, we have um, and so to nurture that um, that 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 heart of community service, we have a community service club called the Thunderbirds of Charity, where our kids volunteer their time to clean up the community and or feed and distribute food to the community by partnering up with the local church. Our student government class uh, also has created a food pantry for our students and families. Uh, furthermore, you know, which is amazing. I'm really proud of them and the work that they've done, that they've also created a clothing closet to help students and families in need. And so we tap into that um, service mindset. This weekend, in fact, we belong to the FQ Story community, which is in downtown Phoenix. And this weekend, we're a part of their home tours. I love that. Oh, that yes. is my favorite home tour in the country. Really? That's, oh my that's gosh. I, I totally forgot, but I'm going to go. And you bring in none of food to get a discount and the whole nine yards. Is- that's awesome. Well, I'll see you there. Because Franklin is, is, is part of that home tour. We're going to open up our facilities because Franklin was built in 1926. And so we're now part of that home tour. And part of our you know, service to our community, tomorrow our kids, um, our law enforcement and our firefighting kids are going to uh, volunteer their morning and their afternoon to clean up the streets and clean up the neighborhood just to prepare for Saturday and Sunday. Wow. Wow. I mean, I we've totally sidetracked because I want to talk about which houses are they going to be at? I mean, I, Jim, I don't know if you've ever done this tour, but no, but I think I want to, but I'm not going to be here this weekend. Historic houses that are decorated for Christmas. There's carols yeah. that go by. It is, it is the best Christmas experience. Well, I'm going to have to make sure I put that on my calendar for next year. That sounds amazing. It only happens this weekend, so try to try to do it. But anyway, I'm sorry, I digress. Yeah. No, it's it's great. It's great. I love the fact that there's so much service and so much connection to the community. And when we think about the students that you are um, mentoring and are going through your program, what is their background? Where are they coming from? And what is their relationship currently with fire and police? We're a Title I school. So a large minority of our students live at or below the poverty line. Uh, my majority of our student population is Hispanic. But uh, let me tell you this, that our students' demographics don't determine, you know, their destination. I'm so proud of our students and what they do every day to overcome those obstacles. We have a great partnership with several agencies. One of them is MCSO. Uh, We have a cadet program with MCSO, and so they meet on our campus every Monday for their cadet program. We have another wonderful partnership with uh, the, the Valley Hispanic Bomberos, or they're known as Los Bomberos, and they, they're they on our campus serving as mentors, and they meet every other Monday. Uh, we have some students who are part of the uh, Phoenix Cadet Program as well. And so and so our, our kids, well, given the opportunity, are going to connect with our partners and, 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 and different organizations that are in line with uh, public safety, law enforcement, and fire. Well, I mean, you kind of answered the next question I was going to ask you, which is exciting. So I'm going to pivot and ask you this question. Um, what it sounds like these students really get an immersive experience in the police and fire career. Like I'm a, they, they get to go on calls, it sounds like. And really, it's not just from a distance. They are immersed in it. Is that correct? Um, yes. So specifically, they have opportunities through these partnerships with MCSO, Phoenix um, Cadet Program, Los Bomberos. You know, they, 
they have those partnerships allow our students to to go on those calls. They can do ride-alongs or, or what have you. And so part of our program, uh, we set that up. We prepare them for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, some of our students who want to go on ride-alongs use the same turnouts that we offer them um, as, wow. as students. And so our firefighters have industry standard equipment. And some in the past have actually been on calls with firefighters translating with citizens wow. to help out. With, wow, uh, that is so cool. <laughs> right? Isn't it? It's amazing. Wow. that That is that is really exciting. And giving them that firsthand experience really allows them to see possibilities that they probably don't see when they start the program. And that's got to be the most amazing journey for you to shepherd them through is to open their eyes of what's possible and to help them realize that their current situation isn't going to dictate their future. And the fact that you guys are doing that day in and day out and you have the support of the fire and the and, and the police and the community is just amazing. I have to assume these students being involved in this program are probably positively impacting other students in their community as it goes towards their relationship with law enforcement. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they're ambassadors. So, you know, they're ambassadors of Franklin, they're ambassadors of the community, they and they're ambassadors of the community they serve. Um, you know, we've always said you're always wearing the Franklin shirt. I'm a former athletic director uh, for the uh, for Alhambra. And I would always tell my athletes is, is that you are always an athlete. You are always wearing the, the Alhambra jersey. So you represent us. And we say the same thing with our with our students. They're always wearing the Franklin shirt, even though they're not wearing the Franklin shirt. And that falls in line with uh, with public safety. Um, you, you can talk to any you know police officer or firefighter, and they will tell you that know that they represent their community, they represent their department, whether they're on the job or not. And our kids are, are definitely ambassadors, you know, Im- ambassadors uh, in their families and ambassadors in their community. I just absolutely love that um, so much because I think it, it means that we're forming, you, you mentioned earlier, we're forming character, we're seeing character being expressed so that anywhere they are, uh, they they might be able to translate. They might be able to help with a medical emergency, whatever it is that that happens. And um, I think that's just amazing. Um, and you know, one of the things that I love that you do that I've gotten to be a part of a little bit, or School Connect has been, is that community resource fair that you do on a yearly basis. And and you do that like in the School Connect model. We have what we call Love Our Schools Day. And we're trying to bring a whole bunch of community partners together to not only, you know, impact the school positively, but its neighborhood, its community. And you have a, a very beautiful and unique way of expressing that because of who you guys are. So can you describe that for us? And then I'll share how it was for me. Because- oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'll give you some history, but you know, prior to the campaign, uh, to the pandemic. Uh, well, we actually had a press pause due to the pandemic. Right. However, we started our community fair back in 2016. And our purpose was to be an example to our students on how to give back to our larger community. You know, we all know that public safety officers volunteer their time to the community and and we wanted to model that and, uh, and model how to give back. So, so again, our purpose was to be a conduit to our community, to, to nonprofit um organizations, businesses, schools, and university. And this year, 
Um, it was our biggest attended community slash health fair yeah. you know, through our partnerships. Yeah, and, and you were there and through our partnerships, you you saw, you know, what our what we were able to do and what we were able to do. And I'll just name a few. They're very significant. You know, we we passed out free car seats, free booster seats, provided immunization shots, COVID vaccinations, free clothing, brand new clothing, free food boxes, mammograms, you know, free haircuts, um, first aid kits, health screenings. We partnered with approximately 55 community partners. Um, from Chicanos por la Causa, Friendly House, Genesis Ministries, Pure Heart Church, was what, which was one of your connections, uh, uh, Tracy. Uh, and so we, we wanted for the first time to offer food to our community and we weren't able to do that. And we haven't done that until we connected with you and until I connected with you. And you said, wait a minute, uh, I know I, I have a church that, that can help you with that. And you connected us to Pure Heart Church and they were instrumental and, and providing a hundred food boxes to our community that day. And how do we ask for more? They would have given us more. And so that day was a humongous success. And so we were really proud of what we did and, and proud of the impact we made to both our students, our families, and our community. And again, we couldn't have done it without our community p- partners and, our com- and, and people like you. Well, you know, I, I have to tell you that um, I actually was flying in from out of town um, on that morning and I literally flew down um, early in the morning and drove directly to upright gun police and fire because oh, I wanted to be there. And um, and so I drive up and it, there's obviously thousands of people. I mean, they're they're everywhere. And the first thing I see is all these police officers who are in the street on every corner trying to help people know where they can go and park and greeting everybody. And I was just like, wow, you know, this is your, your um, school is what McDowell and 19th Avenue area. Right. So like this area is not where I'm expecting to see biggest party. Um, And, and so, you know, they helped me get into, you know, the space that was there. And then I'm seeing all these like female firefighters as well as male fire uh, firefighters. I saw Marines, you know, I saw a car show. I saw all this great, amazing music. And then I, I got to go all over and watch the haircuts and the medical site. You had the biggest bouncies ever. You had a foam pit where, you know, little kids were, I mean, it was just amazing. And I thought if there's anything that transforms people's experiences of what could be negative into something only positive, right? Like it was just an atmosphere of uh, jubilation, of joy, of generosity. It was like a, like a Christmas morning, you know, for me, it was, it was unbelievable. And it was obvious that everybody was all the way in. And I, I got to see your high school students wearing their gear, you know, mm-hmm. um, and working with the police officers or the fire firefighters in all their context. Like everything that was happening was a partnership between your kids and all those community partners to give back to the greater community. And I, I know it was one of my favorite experiences ever. Well, I, I appreciate that. And you know what? And, and it's, uh, you know, the work that we do um, matters. You know, um, the work that you do matters, the work that I do matters, the work that our kids do matter. And and it, and I know we talk about, you know, it takes a village and I, I kind of 
change that that phrase and say it takes a family to raise a, a child. And, and and I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it again. Tracy, you're part of the Franklin family, and I and I welcome that. I welcome our community partners, and I invite them, and, and I treat them as the Franklin family. And that's who we are. You know, you ask if you ask some of our students, you know, who are we? You know, they'll, they'll share. You know that they are our tenants that we're respectful, accountable, responsible, that we live a life of integrity, uh, and that we're the Franklin family. And I think that's what it's all about. You know, having community, uh, and that permeate, permeates you know throughout our entire climate and culture, and not just here at Franklin, but outside that. And I think I'm very proud to say that we have something to do with that. Uh, we certainly touch the lives of not just our kids, our families, but our our greater community as well. But we can't do it alone. Uh, and 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 no one can do it alone, and that's why I'm so happy uh, to to hear about and know about School Connect because what we're doing here at Franklin, um, you're doing as well, and helping schools do that as well, and that's amazing. That's amazing, and so creating those bridges, creating those connections, is amazing. And so the work that you do certainly matters. And so uh, continue to do what you're doing, Tracy, because you're doing the good work. Well, I, I so appreciate that. And I just want to ask you a question so that all the people who are listening right now can be thinking. They might think, oh, if I'm not in the police department or the fire department, I don't have a role to play at Franklin Police and Fire and nothing could be more not true, right? And right. so my question for you is, who's missing? Who, what kind of organization, who's missing from your community who should be a part of your school? And I know it's putting you on the spot. Hopefully you have an idea. Well, I, I, I do actually, because in the past, this is the first year that when we first started, uh, we actually offered dental checks as well. And so we were really proud of offering that. Uh, and, and for some reason this year in COVID and uh, what have you, and post COVID, we weren't able to, to, to do that. So I'm hoping that next year, uh, that we're able to, to to offer that, offer free dental checks to our community. Uh, and so and so that's one of the things that I'm going to be working on this year. Uh, we've already made some contact with some um, dentist office. And so uh, we're, we're going to see what we can do and, and further expand, you know, what we're offering onto uh, our community. And so so this community fair has actually um, expanded to also a health fair as well. And so it's going to continue to grow. Next thing you know, who knows, it may be, a community health job fair, you know what? The best is yet to come. And so, and I know that there's community partnerships, organizations, businesses, and nonprofits who are willing and wanting to be part of that. I just, I love that. And I'm so excited about having that as a challenge for us because now Tracy and I are going to go find some dentists and we're going to find, we're going to help you with that connection because that's what we do. And so um, we're going we're gonna to make that a, a priority for you to partner with you on that. So I have a question. When we think about everything you're saying is great, but really when the, when the rubber hits the road, how many of your graduates would you say actually pursue a career in police and fire? And do you have any way of knowing like what percentages probably would not have if they didn't have this program? Right, right. Well, we have a handful of students who are with MCSO because of that direct pipeline created with, with, with MCSO. And so right after uh, graduation, our students have an opportunity to, to become detention officers. Also, right after graduation, there's a select few who can apply to be wildland firefighters during summer. And so I'm proud to say they're not hotshots, but I call them the Franklin hotshots. So they're just small <laughs> group of five 
Franklin graduates, five students who are who are who work during the summer uh, to fight and protect you know Arizona's wildland. And so we're really proud of that. Uh, we have uh, students who who work with the city of Tolson PD, Phoenix PD, Gila River, Phoenix Fire. We have our first uh, female officer who works for the city uh, of Glendale. She's a um, Glendale police officer. We have a couple firefighters with uh, with the uh, Phoenix Fire. And one of my missions today, which we're starting, which we actually started this year, was to actively seek, actively seek um, uh, uh, students who graduated from Franklin and asking them to come to Franklin so we can take their pictures, hang them on our wall of fame, and we would have their names in addition to the year that they graduated and the agency that they're with. And so so we have student government. That's part of uh, one of their projects this year is to get students, former graduates, and get them back to Franklin so we can take their pictures and proudly display them on our wall of fame. Furthermore, we also talked about, well, not just those who are in public safety, but those who also serve our country. And so we're also asking uh, former students to, who serve as a, in the Marines, the Army, the Navy, we're asking them to come. Uh, so we can take your picture and proudly display your picture on our wall of fame. So who knows? Next year, we'll we'll, we'll take a look at that wall of fame and see how uh, see how big that has gotten. Well, I just I love all of that because what's really coming through is the fact that you really um, impress this idea of service to your community at a very young age throughout your entire program. And what you're saying there is you're seeing that that service to the community and back to their country is actually coming to fruition, not just through, you know, fire and police, but through other avenues. And so, you know, on behalf of School Connect, I just want to say thank you for what you do, because you are the heart of that. You are the the individual who keeps things going, who pulls it all together, who deals with the, the challenges when things start to get difficult. Um, and so you're probably one of the many unsung heroes there at that school. And so we just want to say thank you for that, because what you're doing is having a positive impact on the community. And thank you for taking the time to join us on this podcast and and walk through all the great things that you're doing. It's our hope that as a result of this conversation, that the community understands what's happening and you see more expansion, more investment, and uh, things just continue to flourish. Well, well, thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tracy. Uh, it was an honor being here to share Franklin's story and share our story. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Tracy, you know, one thing, you know, as I talked about at the top of the hour of us playing McDonald's as a kid, you know, fast forward, I didn't think about this until we're having this conversation. Whenever I was a senior in high school, I was able to do something very similar to the CTE program that we're talking about, not realizing it was CTE. And I was able to start my career as a manager at McDonald's in high school and got credit for that. I never made that connection until just now. Isn't that sad? That's but you know, right. have, having the opportunity to go through that management program, you know, McDonald's has one of the best management programs in the country at such a young age, really laid a foundation for me, much like we're seeing here. And so that's really exciting, really exciting. Yes, it is. I, I think that there's, there's nobody who would disagree uh, with the thought of giving kids hands-on learning yeah. and experiences at an, I, an early age about the different possibilities of careers and ways of working with their community to make a difference, right, from that very early age. And and Lorenzo, I, I want to say thank you as well 
to you, not only for the creativity of what you do, but for the passion, integrity, and heart behind it. And it's, it's just really obvious in all that you do. And those are the kind of people we want to keep talking to. Yep, that's right. Thank you. Thank you for that. So as we wrap up this week's podcast, um, we want to remind our listeners of the four things that we're always asking you to really think through, not just listen. We want you to get actively involved in School Connect. So Tracy, the first thing is what? The first thing is we would love you to share this podcast. I think having um, the story behind a, a Franklin Police and Fire High School, would maybe this will spark the same thing to happen across the country. Wouldn't it be amazing if this it innovation would. could could spread? Yeah. So that's the first one. Yep. The first one is share the podcast. The second one is we're asking for you to really, if, if you're sitting on the sidelines, we want you to think about ways that you can get actively involved in your local school community. So really think about what's your gifting, what's your passion. And we want you to reach out to us and, and let us help you navigate that and get you into the right place. So you can send us an email to info at schoolconnectaz.org. And share your heart, share what you're thinking about, what you can contribute, and we will find a place for you in the community, regardless of where you are, which leads us to the next opportunity, right, Tracy, which is what? Yeah, so it may be that you are a school district in Arizona, and you don't yet have the the community and family engagement um, model of School Connect there, and we would love to help bring that to you. So again, uh, reach out to info at schoolconnectaz.org for that. We would love to be able to do this. And and if you are in any city around the country and would be interested, we've started this School Connect model in, in several different states, uh, 10 different cities. So we would just love to talk to you. Agreed. I was going to make sure we, we, pro- we focused on that. So thank you for that. And the last one is as we are reaching end of the year, we want you to really consider investing in School Connect uh, and giving us a gift, maybe a year in gift to help us continue the work that we're doing. You know, we we have a small but mighty team and we have big plans, big opportunities, and, and your investment will really allow us to continue to expand the work of School Connect, make it go wider, deeper, faster, further, and, and that's what we're all about. So would you consider investing in School Connect? And if you would do that, you can go to our website as well, www.schoolconnectaz.org. And the top right-hand corner is a big button that says donation. We would love for you to um, get involved financially if you're not able to get involved in any other ways. Well, as we wrap up this podcast, and we're getting close to the end of the year, so I'm excited about what's coming up next year. We just want to remind you to keep connecting. Thank you for listening to the School Connect podcast and for being part of our village. Be sure to follow, review, and share this podcast on your chosen platform because more collective voices equal more progress for our kids. If you're interested in finding out more about School Connect and seeing how you can make a difference, go to schoolconnectaz.org for more information.